Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today, uh, we're going to talk about things that all of you listeners uh, would change about Germany. We asked all of y'all on Instagram last week or two weeks ago. I don't know. We, a little while ago. We did a, a little let's question. Say, let's say recently. 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 We asked recently. And uh, y'all gave us some really cool answers. So we're going to Kind of like our other episodes with listeners involved, we did not really look at these really. We kind of just copy and paste them, put it down, and we're going to react to them and talk about them. And see if we agree, we disagree, uh, you know, if there are things that we would also change about Germany. Exactly. Let's find out. Okay. Deutschland's about to get schooled. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> And welcome back to everybody. This is episode 99. We're creeping up on that good old 100. 100. Yeah, one more left. I don't, I don't even care about this episode at all. We're just doing this just to get to 100. This is, let's be honest, this is a throwaway episode. <laughs> like, we just needed, we just want to get to 100. We need filler. We just need something so to get to 100. We're, we're going to have one listener take, and then we'll answer that one, and we'll be done in 10 minutes. Right. Um, but anyways, we're back after um, ooh, a break that you guys would not have noticed, but True. A, a break that we, we will notice. We'll explain that later on. Yeah. Um, but first, one thing that you guys should know, if you are listening to our voices right now on the day that this episode was released, that's April 6th, which is a Wednesday. If you're listening to us right now on release day, that means tonight is the night that we will be recording episode 100 live. So tonight is the night that you could possibly join us and ask us questions live. Yeah, really good point. Tonight at uh, 7 p.m. Deutschland slash lots of Europe time, uh, USA West Coast 10 a.m. and USA East Coast 1 p.m. Um, yeah, so if you're listening to this at like 6.50, turn this off now. <laughs> we got a live episode coming up. It's on Instagram Live. Um I hope you get a notification on your phone that we're going live and uh, if you're a follower, join us. If you're if a follower, not, you should just be a follower so you get the notifications. True about the live stream. Uh, so yeah, join up. It should be fun. You're gonna see us record live. See uh, how much we actually do mess up, <laughs> and uh, we'll also answer your questions live as we're doing it. It'll be kind of a meta episode. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's uh, we, we've we've both. Let's just say let's just say we've both been excited for several weeks <laughs> leading up. We got some months. Few, <laughs> few surprises for you. We got some yeah. A lot, of, a lot of good, juicy stuff happening then. Um, in, uh, you know, normal Germany news, which these days is always related to COVID-19 somehow, right? right. So um, as we mentioned in the previous episode, now most regulations in uh, Berlin and in Germany as a whole have been uh, removed as of April 1st, which was a few days ago as of this recording. So that means, uh, yeah, in Berlin... Technically, you do not have to wear a mask in shops. Um, you do not have to show a uh, COVID vaccination to get into a restaurant or cafe. You don't have to show a negative test anymore. You don't have to do, you don't have to do almost everything anymore. Right, and, unless the business decides they still want to keep you know doing that. Yeah, and again, people like to, like earlier today, I went to my local grocery store. Everyone was still wearing masks, but yeah. the difference is just legally you don't have to. This people are just choosing to do so because oh, they want to, right? It's only on uh, public transportation and on uh, flights. You gotta That's required. That's required, yeah. exactly. Even if you're against it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, um, the BVLG, or actually all of Germany, really, uh, is going to introduce a nine euro uh, monthly ticket for S-Bahn, U-Bahn, trams, um, to so help. basically all public transport. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And buses. So a nine euro monthly ticket, they usually cost 80 around Germany, 80 to hundred euro. Uh, they're lowering it to nine euro for three months, um, to help with people, 
uh, because energy right now is more expensive all around the world. Because of the war in Ukraine exactly. and all that kind of stuff. So it helped ease that up a little bit for people's commutes. They're going to uh, lower tickets to 9 euro a month for a few months. Uh, they're not really sure when yet. They said June 1st, the latest. Hopefully it'll be sooner. And I guess if you do have an ABO, so like a monthly uh, or like a yearly ticket, let's say, uh, I guess the Beef Out Gay came out so that the Berlin uh, public station service has come out and said, don't worry, we're going to figure it out for you. So don't stress yeah, out. You'll, you'll get refund because a lot of people were saying like, wait, I, I pay X and X amount per month. And now suddenly this cheap ticket, I should just cancel my subscription. Right. This cheap ticket. They're saying, don't cancel your subscription. They will make it worth your while. They will refund it, refund those three months or whatever. So you will pay the same as everyone else. So as Alex said, it looks like um, it'll be roughly the month of June, July, August, uh, basically the the bulk of the summer, where yeah. uh, every month public transportation will be nine euro for the entire month, which actually is a freaking great deal. It's because a really good deal. I think as of right now, a, a day ticket in Berlin is what seven euro something or something whatever. Like that. Uh, so, a, a short trip is like two euro. So yeah. And it, <laughs> so uh, for for a couple of euro more than a day ticket, you're getting, getting the full month. I mean. I, Usually, I don't use BVG, um, or I, I don't. I don't get the monthly tickets anymore because right. I doing a lot of cycling, and then I just get a one-off ticket when I need it. But since it's going to be so cheap, I'll just I'll just buy those three monthly tickets, and then I have them, and then don't have to worry about you know getting tickets when I need them. Yeah, super, yeah. super cool. I think it's also really nice, you know, that they're thinking about you know the common people and how energy is going up, and we need to you know save some save some cash when we can. Right. So it's it's really cool they're making that cheaper for everybody. Um, who needs to, you know, get to work and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I really don't know if, if my energy has gone up because you get your energy bill once per year. And right. so I, it, it's like they're warning us like, careful when you get that bill. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's funny. Cause, yeah. So, so, uh, ho hopefully, yeah, when I do get that bill, I'll be like, Oh, thank God I got that nine euro per month. Actually, know? it's kind of perfect time for us because we moved in last year in June. So we should be getting our bill a year later in June. True. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But you won't have previous years to compare it to to know if the price went up or not. Because you just moved oh, yeah. in, right? True. Yeah, good point. No idea. Interesting. Anyways, they say the price is going up, but usually you, they wouldn't lie about that, right? Right. <laughs> For shits and giggles, hey, the price is going up. So we're going to uh, save you money. No, the government doesn't do that yeah. unless something's happening. Exactly. So that's very cool. No, no, it's, it's very cool that the German government is saying, okay, hey, pandemic, War in Ukraine is causing, you know, gas prices to go up. So your heating is going to go up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you're, you know, just driving into, into, into town is going to cost you more. So, hey, here's, here's a monthly, uh, monthly ticket so you don't have to use your burn that expensive gas anymore. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, like you mentioned before, we were on a little break, uh, not noticeable to uh, listeners, but we were not here for a little bit. Do you want to explain more, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I just, I got a, a flu that just kicked my ass and you're going to be like, oh, you mean Corona? No, I don't actually. Believe it or not, uh, I've tested negative for the past seven, eight days. So it, it's just a good old fashioned normal flu that nice. just crept in there. You missed those good old fashioned uh, flus, huh? But man, this thing, uh, I've had plenty of cold and flus in my day. This is really the worst level of sickness I've been in my entire life. That's like, crazy. Really? It, yeah, it, it was it was rough. And it was crazy. It was not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that, woke up with like a slight, you know, tickle in my throat. And within five hours, felt like I was going to die. Like it went, the, the symptoms went that quick from like slight tickle in my throat to fever, headache, you wow. know, could not even, went out with friends to, uh, we went to a pizza place. And before the food even arrived, I just got up and I was like, guys, I got to go home. Like, that's how bad it was. Like, I, I just, we had just ordered like a minute before. 
And then I realized I was just staring at the wall and I could feel, I'm like, I think I have a fever. I think I was like, God, oh man. Yeah. And I just went, I just went home and my girlfriend brought me the pizza later. But yeah, for the next week I was just in and out of fever dreams and sweats and chills and just like, yeah, my, my body was just, it was just screwed up anyway. So finally, um, I'm, my body's, uh, healing. And so, uh, just in time. And I remember just guys is how much I care about you as I'm like, <laughs> writhing in my like puddle of sweat in the bed i'm like oh god what if i'm still sick when the episode 100 comes i know <laughs> no i must be i must get better well we usually record on wednesdays today's a monday because we did not did not record last wednesday because you were sick true the following monday yeah yeah so it's the following monday after so we have a a one day gap between this one and episode 100 so we don't have a long time to wait it's fantastic <laughs> yeah perfect uh but yeah so uh, what have you been up to it looks like you you bought a pink sweater Yep. Nope. I've, I've owned this for, for many months, uh, but I'm wearing a pink sweater and I do like it. Um, no, it's, it's a very nice sweater, actually. Thank you. It's pretty comfy, too. It's really nice in the winter. Um, you know, not much. Uh, the weather got really poo again, so I've been unmotivated to do things outside. It was so nice. And then April did typical April things. And now it's back down like eight degrees and raining yeah. and just just terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just cold and wet. Yeah. Berlin gave us a little tickle of what it feels like for summer. And then, but to be fair, it and does, then she's it, a cruel mistress. She stole it back from it us. It does it every year, though. I know. And all of and you guys, <laughs> all of you guys, get so excited. I keep telling you guys, no, no, no. Just this is the one, just one week. It's gonna go back down. It'll, I know. It week. always it fools always me does. every year because you, you know, you hate winter. So by February, I'm just so over winter. I don't really mind winter generally, but after February, I'm like, all right, I'm done. So when I have that week of sunniness, I'm just like trying to will it to just stay there through April. Yeah. But it never has. I never will. So um, yeah. It's right now the weather's shitty, but you know, I, uh, I went to go see, um, I went out on uh Saturday, got some dumplings again Ooh! and uh went to Wait, which place this place in Mitza, a different place, uh Chinese dumpling place or bigger dumplings. Really good. Ooh, not the place we went. No, no, it's okay. a different place. Nice. Uh, yeah, very good. And then went to, um, a bar under a squat after to see this band. Uh, I didn't really go to see the band. There's a band playing and we wanted to have like, just like a night with some live music, nice. hang out some beers. So did that, a really nice, uh, chill, relaxed evening. Love it. And uh, yeah, it was nice, but really not up to much at all. I had a little injury on my rib, but now that's better, so I'm going to start wrestling again. Oh yeah, from, from wrestling. So some guy yeah. kind of landed on you weirdly. He landed on me weirdly. Plus, you know, he's 18, I'm, nine, I'm 19, I'm 31. <laughs> <laughs> he's 18, I'm, I'm, I'm 19, early 20s. So I'm you know? older. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I realized that uh, my body is not the way it used to be when I wrestled back in high school. Things hurt a lot more than they used to. So uh, I have to motivate myself to get back there tomorrow. Nice. No, but I'm glad you're doing it, though. Because nice. a, a lot of people, after taking so many weeks off, you just kind of get in the groove of not doing well, it. We'll, we'll, you know? we'll, we'll see how, what happens oh, okay. tomorrow. Okay. We, I'm not there yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll check back in, in uh, on Wednesday. We'll, 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 we'll check in on Wednesday. We'll see if you actually went to the wrestling practice. If, if I'm in pain, then you'll know I went. <laughs> because it's been three weeks now, so I'm definitely going to be in a lot of pain when I go again. Nice. Yes. But uh, you know what's not painful, Jeff? This whiskey? Oh, at least I'd host it. We haven't opened it yet. So. I mean, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be painful because this is a this is a very good brand of whiskey that we've had before, but not this particular flavor. That's it. So this is a Lafroig, pretty popular uh, Scotch whiskey that can't go long with, wrong with Lafroig. You really can't. It's, it's so I'd good. Say if anybody who can only have like a few bottles on their shelf, uh, it wouldn't hurt to have a Lafroig. It's one of your standards. Pop Lafroig yeah. in there. Yeah. So it's uh, um, how do you say it again? Is it Islay? Islay? No, someone Isle. Ah. It's one I of think those it was Islay. single malt scotch whiskeys, and it's called Lafroig Select. So it says hand-selected oak casks 
for perfect balance and flavor. So I don't really know what that means, if it makes it better or worse than we've had before. Before we had the Lefroy 10-year, I think. Yeah, we have the Lefroy 10-year, and this is the Lefroy Select. Now, since there's not a date on it for how long it's been matured, well, maybe, well you, I don't know. you said it was a mixture, right? So maybe it's coming from different barrels with of different ages. That's why you, you can't put one age on it, I think. True. So it's, it's probably a blend, the most richly flavored of all Scotch whiskeys. That's what it says. Ooh. So yeah maybe, yeah, maybe they're picking different... Um, casks that were either filled with the whiskey and mixing together or just different casks and then filling it up all together. I don't know. Yeah. And for a Lefroy, I know this is, uh, this is quite, um, inexpensive. Uh, so it's a, True. it's a good first beginner Lefroy, the Lefroy select. Beginner Lefroy. What I'm expecting is, um, smokiness for sure. I mean, yeah, Lefroy, if I remember was pretty smoky. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, pop it open. Oh my. Ooh. You heard like the glass resonate there, Dan. That was nice. Yeah, how's it going? It's been it's been a while that we, since we had a good pop. Yeah, that was strong. Ooh, nice yeah, pour. That'll help your sickness. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sound you just made. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm pleased yourself. Hmm. I was very pleased. It was, it was, a, it was a nice pour. <laughs> yeah, because normally we're complaining how much, how much like over pour, under pour. This, this is like a... Give that a smell. It smells like... Um, so it's like Ooh. a bonfire. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, cheers. Yeah, I like that. Cheers. Yep. I like that. Oh yeah. I like that a lot. It's been a while since we've had it like a really smoky nice smoke, yeah. bastard. Yeah. Nice peaty boy. Yeah. That's good. So, um, yeah, before we get started, everybody. Yes. If you haven't done so already, check out our website. Oh yes. Many say, not everyone, but many, a few. A few, yeah. at least. Say it's the best website in the world. And if you want to visit the best website in the world, which, why wouldn't you not? I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you? What kind of question is that, Alex? I know, right? It's agdwpodcast.com. Lots of extra content on there. All of our whiskeys, our reviews, extras, the podcast itself, some photos. You know, it's all there. And also the... The shelf of fame. There it is. Okay. So the shelf of fame is going to have our top listeners on there. Eventually. We don't know when. Yes. You can earn yourself a spot on the Shelf of Fame. We will never describe the, the criteria. The criteria. Just know that there are ways to earn a spot on the but Shelf no, of Fame. It, it is highly objective, okay? There's no subjective feelings going into this. Yes. It's a, it's a scientific, data-driven selection process <laughs> that the U.S. military actually uses. No lie. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's a supercomputer bigger than Jeff's room. It's a whole thing, but oh, okay. I, <laughs> sorry, guys. I, I thought it was. Yeah, I didn't know there was so much going into it. Okay. Oh, no, there's a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's all behind so, the scenes. Uh, algorithms. Okay. okay. AI. There are algorithms, people. So uh, Microsoft so Excel. It's actually completely out of Alex's in my hands. That's, that's like, it. Yeah. I mean, using Excel, you know, you know, they mean business. <laughs> so uh, um, yeah, so that's there too. That, that's there now. Uh, also, explain our. Um, Instagram handle because people will need it for the live stream. True. For the live stream, if you want to join, our Instagram handle is at Americans.in.Germany.podcast. That's Americans. Dot. In. Dot. Germany. Dot. Podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't see where he was going with that. Okay. But I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm here. Yes. Yeah, so uh, check that out. That's going to be tonight. If you're listening on April 6th right now. Yes. At 7 p.m. German time. Okay, so we are going to be reading things that our listeners believe should be changed about this wonderful country. Some are more on the deep 
serious note and some are kind of more on the surface, but still affects your quality of life nonetheless, right? Exactly. You know, so, so that's why I'm not like going to say like, you know, some don't deserve to be on, they all deserve to be here. No. You know, of course. Can't argue, you can't argue with taste or opinions. It's your gut reaction of what you would change about Germany. Yes, so exactly. Let's, and in no particular order. We, we just we just threw these on here. Um, and we're not even sure who wrote them because we we've been archiving it for a while. So there's no, uh, we're not naming the listeners right now. We're just going to, Listen to what you all have to say. Right. Now, right now, they're just ideas. Just ideas air. floating through the stratosphere. Exactly. So what's, what's, what's number one? The, the, the first one is, um, again, I'll quote, and then, you know, the first one is, I'd get rid of EC cards. Not taking card is one thing. Taking card but only accepting Visa debit kills me. Now, by only accepting Visa, I think he, what he's saying is, Lots of places will only accept the EC the card, EC card, which is not a debit card or a credit card. It's just and a it's, bank card. It's not Visa, actually. Like no, it's EC not. Card. Yeah. So uh, I, that's what confused me about the what yes. he said. But I think what he's saying is the few places that that take card, they're only accepting the German EC card, which right. is basically a, the German version of a debit card. But it's not even a debit card. It's just like a bank card. It's somehow different. It's a debit card you can use as a credit card, but this one you can't. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 but it's like, a, it's a debit card in its purest form where you can right. only remove cash that you physically have right. in your bank account. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and luckily, at least Berlin is starting to get away from that. I know Berlin will take more cards, but uh, for example, when I grabbed Schwama today before I came over, mm. uh, they said we accept cards, but only EC cards. And I was like, well, I can't use mine. Well, which is a step up because, hey guys, beggars can't be choosers, okay? So like before they're accepting no cards. Right. So at That's least true. now they're accepting. And usually if you live in Germany, like you have an EC card. It's, I don't. I don't have one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I used to have one, my old bank, but not anymore. Uh, now it's only, you know, a regular MasterCard debit. Oh, okay. Or Visa. You don't know what I have. Yeah, we don't know what you have. It's true. <laughs> um, so but, so I, I see what he's saying. Cause I know like the Burger Amt... The um, Ausland Behörde, like a lot of them, in order to pay for visas and paperwork and stuff, like a lot of those places only accept EC cards as well. Yes, true. And you know, maybe you're paying for your residency permit; it's 100 euro. You, like you finish your appointment, and then they're like, "Okay, now go pay for it." You know, and then oh, only EC card, and you don't. If you don't have EC card at, the, at that, you have point, to go downstairs to the ATM, pull out money. Yeah, and maybe pay a five euro like uh, ATM fee, ATM fee yep. and stuff. So it, it it can be annoying. So I, I totally get what he's saying. In general, I agree with the sentiment that um, just cards need to be accepted. All cards need to be accepted. You know, it's called, let's, let's at least say the you know usual suspects Visa, Mastercard need to be accepted. Yeah. More widely, discover card and go fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, you know, but like American Express, I get it. You know, it's, it's we're in Germany, so like, yeah. I'm not saying you have to take all every random, but at card. least Mastercard Visa. You don't Come need to on. take like a Capital One. You know, like <laughs> just, I, let's what's just, her wallet? <laughs> yeah, let's just stick to like the basics. Like, let's start with that. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, the next one, the first. So I'm assuming this is gonna pop up a lot with a lot of these answers. I'm assuming a lot <laughs> of it's gonna have to do with the card casting. So this next one says more card, less cash. So. um yeah, I think it's gonna pop up a few times. But it also says more card, less cash, and more job opportunities for English speakers. And what do you think about that? I think it's interesting. Um, I think more card, less cash. Sure, why not? Um, I mean, that's the problem we've talked about many yeah. times. And, and I don't, I don't feel like discussing it any further than we have a million times. But yeah, that's a problem here. It's getting better, but it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I will throw in just because I have to I have to do a quick little rant is sure. that if you have Deutsche Bank, which supposedly is supposed to be the German bank, it's actually one of the worst banks on the planet. Oh, terrible. And also the, like morally awful bank. Yeah. One of the, the problems I have with Deutsche Bank is that like the, it has no ATMs anywhere mm. and all normal ATMs, it'll charge you the five euro fee to use it. And there's like one 
ATM every 10 kilometers that Deutsche Bank will let you use like without a fee. And so this is why I need cards accepted more often because when when it's cash only, literally with the, my Deutsche Bank card, it's like walking for 30 minutes just trying to find an ATM just so I can get yeah, some cash. It's, you gotta, you gotta switch banks. Also pro tip. That is absolutely true. Yeah. If you have Deutsche Bank, you can use Postbank. And, and Comrades Bank. And Comrades Bank. But those are also... F- Far which are in also between, yeah, like, don't exist. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> they're 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 never anywhere you are. No, they're not. They're just not. I've seen like one postbank ATM. I, I used that postbank and I got rid of it because it was terrible. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Usually get a new bank. Um, but that last part she said. The last part. He or she, sorry. They. The last part. Um, more job opportunities for English speakers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get that for sure. Um, but it is Germany, so mm-hmm. they're gonna have more jobs for German speakers, which makes sense international speakers so i mean it would be nice as more opportunities for english speakers i get that but um i don't know if that's like something yeah i mean if, if you want to change if you want to get a job quicker and easier then yeah that's something to change yeah i mean i mean obviously that'd be very helpful for for expats but like you said it is germany so i'm not gonna in my opinion i wouldn't ask to hey throw more english speaking jobs out right. there um but um i think that's something important to remember that the the country you want to move to does not have to cater everything to you you know what I mean? Exactly. They don't need yeah. to change their culture, change what they do because just because you want to live there. But I do understand the sentiment. I mean, especially in those first couple of years, you're struggling to learn German. Trust me, that is a real thing. I'm not going to pretend it's not. Yeah, of you know, course. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Uh, you know, sugarcoat that. And be like, oh yeah, learn German is easy. Do it over a weekend. No, that's obviously that's, that's a like a several years process. And during that time, you got to make money, right? So, so I do understand. But I would say also depends where you live. I would say. If you live in Berlin, as far as English speaking opportunities go job wise, like there actually are quite a few. Yeah, I would say so. Depends on the city, but I would say Berlin has quite a few opportunities. Of course, you have to fight over them for, with the other expats, but um, but the opportunities do exist. So I'd say like, you know, you have to, uh, if, you're, if you're moving to a small village or whatever in Germany, obviously you're going to be shit out of luck because <laughs> um, yeah, there's just going to be nothing for you basically no, in terms of jobs. Not. Yeah. But yeah, I, I get the sentiment. Um, yeah. Let's go to the next one. Now, next one. Uh, legalize weed already. Yeah. Comma. Open stores on Sunday and make more comfortable furniture like the U.S. That is an interesting one. Now, let's let's go one at a time. Let's here. go so one at a time. Let's start with legalize weed already. I would say absolutely. Yeah. Let's get it done. This is ridiculous. That's not legal yet. It's such, such a progressive country and they still have weed illegal and they're behind the u.s the u.s like it's like half of the states in the u.s weed yeah. is legal I mean, and has been legal for a few years now and the law is weird in germany because in bavaria it's like if you have weed you can get arrested where in berlin you can have like a buttload of weed on you and you'll more most likely be okay with the police like possession you mean possession because also supposedly it's legal to smoke weed but it's illegal to possess weed now, but while you're smoking it, aren't you possessing it? That's where the catch-22 comes in. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, you go to some bars in Berlin, you'll see people smoking weed inside the bar on the streets and the parks. No, walk around Berlin. I mean, once people smoke while, weed everywhere. You, you smell weed. Yeah. It's, and, and the cops know it's around. They, they kind of, I think, right. yeah, if, as long as they don't do it in their face, they're pretty lenient up Exactly. On it, you know? But like at this point, just make it legal. Make sure it's safe to buy. Make sure you know who's growing it. Like. It's a, it's a lot of money for the state too. Yeah, it's so much taxes. So like, much tax money. Great. I mean, Ger- if, if, if any like argument is to be made, and Germans love- They love money. taxes. They love making money. They love the, like boosting the economy. This will boost the economy by millions, tens of millions for, of dollars. You know? Sure. Come on. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I know the new um, 
government wants to legalize weed, but you know they're a little preoccupied at the moment. But hopefully it'll come in the next With few years. War and pandemic, which yeah. fair enough. But that that is one of their first. That was one of their big um, promises that they want to legalize then, weed. You know, things happen. Other things happen, and also Germany and things move slowly. So hopefully it'll happen. We'll see. Maybe in the next four years. I'm assuming it'll be longer. Yeah. But who it's, knows? It's on it's on the docket. So it, it is yeah. uh, at least it's on the table now. Yeah. Now that you know the CDU is out of power, and they're not saying that. Weed is kind of broccoli. That was the argument why weed's not legal, because it's not broccoli. I mean, that's that is a sta- that's that a is statement. fact. That's a statement. Yeah. Weed's also not chair. It is not chair. It is not weed, chair. Weed is not chair. So uh, yeah, I, I get what they're saying. I want a shirt. Weed you know, is not chair. <laughs> weed also not duvet. I not mean, duvet. So I, I I'm I'm really feeling where they're coming from with that. I get so it. <laughs> I, I, I totally get it. Um, and, and also like, again, I don't know. I can't speak for other cities, but Berlin has t- tons of these. Uh, CBD shops. Yeah. So like the shops, exi- it's like, this would be an easy retrofit. All these CBD, because you know, if it got legalized, the CBD, CBD shops would just switch to, to weed. full on weed shops, right? Like yeah. there's, the shops exist. Like the infrastructure's there. Or like, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, and there's already, med- there is medical here. It's just like, we're, we're, I feel like Berlin, specifically Berlin is like 75% there. It's just actually the legality of it. Because I feel like if weed was legal here, things wouldn't change much. People smoke anyways. So it's not like, it's kind of like the same back in the States, like in California, like not much change. It's just like suddenly you could just go into a shop and I, buy it legally. Yeah, I don't think people don't smoke weed because it's illegal. They just don't smoke weed either because they can't find it or they just don't want to smoke weed. If you want to smoke weed, you're going to smoke weed. It's not that hard to get around the world anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, next one is open stores on Sunday. Yeah. I, 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 t- I, t- I tend to absolutely agree with You that. agree. I disagree. Um, I, I, I think that people working in... <coughs> In that sector, especially grocery sourcing, that should have a, a day off of one day off free of work and yeah, other jobs. I, I don't I don't buy that argument though with the they need the one day off thing because like you could have like like I, cause I know in the U.S. like not you're not having people who are working seven days a week. Obviously, like you have right. you have somebody who does it a four day shift and somebody who does a three day shift or you know like or you have the normal uh, Monday through Saturday people and then you find some sort of college to, uh, student who. Just needs some extra money, and he only comes and works on the Sundays. You know? Oh no, for sure. So everybody's getting all the days off they need. That's why the argument doesn't really work with me because you can make it in a way that everyone still gets their their two days off per week. But like my, my girlfriend's parents both worked in grocery stores when they were growing up, and they they knew at least every Sunday they had free. No, oh hey, someone can't come in. Can you come in today on Sunday? Or no, worry about your shifts. At least Sunday they knew it was family day, and they knew no matter what they were always together. So. I, I understand. I understand your argument as well. Yeah, but I get I'm it. Like you, you could you could work it out. So you could just have volunteers. Like, okay, who, who needs the who need who needs the extra shift on on Sundays? We pay time and a half, and then like the youngins would be like, yeah, sure. You know, like could so, be, yeah. You know, like like there's ways. Like I, I totally agree that people need time off and they need to be with their families. But like there's ways around it organizationally and scheduling wise that I think it could be made ha- happen. And you know you're, you're probably right. I'm just used to things close on Sunday. I think it's kind of nice when the city kind of sleeps for one day. It's a bit more quiet. I don't know. Just I don't I really don't mind it that much. It, it's nice. Uh, I mean, I have issues a lot of times when I'm like working on a like a woodworking project or something, and I just need like one goddamn screw, and it's like <laughs> and like okay, gotta wait two days, you know, till Monday or you know, like it, it's plus plus on this the same vein, there's people who you know who work like crazy hours Monday through Friday. The only free time they have to do their shopping is Saturday, Sunday. Sure. And now you're limiting it to just one day. That, and, that's and a fair point. And on Saturdays, the stores have hours that are less than their hours on weekdays, which is the opposite in, in the U.S. Well, you know? At least on Sundays, uh, train stations have some train stations have 
grocery stores we can go shopping then but but usually they're so packed they're, they're the main it's like the Hauptbahnhof and stuff which if you don't live near one it's it could be a 45 minute each way to oh, get yeah. there you know like it's not an easy thing no that's definitely yeah. not um yeah so and, so, so I, I i totally get what you're saying you know but but i think it's like it's been made happen it, they figured it out everywhere else in the world so i think germany can figure it out too you know? sure and this other one make more comfortable furniture like the usa i find really funny because i'm imagining these um couches in the states that have like cup holders in them and like little box like glove boxes in them and like all these things and recliners and things where i find like the most ugly furniture in the world they're comfortable ugly, ugly, but super, like, like they're super comfy like i know like u.s sofas like you sink like three feet into them. They're, they're, yeah. just, they're so cushy, you know what I mean? They are like, for sure. Yeah, and a lot of European ones like are stylish, but like they're hard as a rock. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just, I've never really, I've never thought about it. I mean, I've never sat in anyone's couch and been like, wow, I'm uncomfortable. I think every couch I've sat on is pretty couchy. <laughs> True. Um, I don't know because what, what other furniture is comfortable? I'm thinking couches, so, beds. To so make more comfortable furniture, uh, yeah, I, I would need a follow up on that one because yeah, like there don't, are comfortable ca- like me and my girlfriend. We it took us a while, but we searched and we eventually found a couch that we thought was comfortable because like you got super comfy. But 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 to be honest, like ninety percent that we looked at before were not comfortable. So like it took us time, but we it's it's you can do it though. Like there are there are yeah. there are comfortable couches available my couch is comfy we keep talking about couches he uses furniture so i don't don't know a comfortable table like this this table is comfy he must be talking about couches beds chairs maybe chairs chairs Um, i found a lot of your i would need more of a follow-up exactly what you're talking about i don't Uh, there's so many furniture companies out there i don't think i have a comfortable bed and a comfortable couch i really don't think that europe has less or germany maybe has less comfortable furniture than the u.s i don't think that's true i think germans enjoy their comfort just like every other person ever yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right interesting one but yeah, cool. yeah. hey if you, if you if if whoever wrote that give us follow-up tell us the exact uh yeah I'm story interested. yeah to know what there's definitely there. a story behind that there's a story yeah all right uh next one i would change the overreaching bureaucracy involved in doing anything here yeah i mean yeah and yep <laughs> and the thing is it's it's not over exaggerating when he says involved in doing or he, he or she she in it when she says when he or she says uh, to bureauc- say they, bureauc- <laughs> yeah, they bureaucracy involved in doing anything here because it, it, it is no matter how long you live here, it, you never quite get fully um, accustomed to the fact that literally, it's like every little thing in your life, there's a long drawn out process and a ten page, you know, packet of papers you got to fill out and this, that, and the other thing for really simple crap and yep. and um and it actually blows me away. Um, I, I, actually, you, you own a house, but. I think mostly when a few people I've talked to who own houses, like kind of like standalone houses and stuff. Oh, yeah. And they've said like, if they just want to like change out a window or something, they have to like ask permission from like their neighbors and stuff. Like I haven't really confirmed any of this, but like, but like, but it doesn't surprise me if that's true. You know, like the, uh, apparently there's just this long list of things that you have to do Sounds bureaucracy like a, wise before you can even change things in your own home, even though they're not structural. You know what I mean? Sounds like, like a homeowner association. Yeah, but, but I'm saying like, but this is a situation where there isn't a homeowner's association. It's, it's yeah. just the G- Germany well, if, association if I, if, of governing your life. You if know? I had to assume why that is, it would probably be um, <clears throat> energy laws. If you want to change your windows, you have, Germany's probably like, they have to be this class window for energy reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, but why would you need your neighbor to to confirm that? I think that's more about visually, not really... 
I don't know because that's not bureaucracy. Then that's just your. Well, I guess it kind of is. No, but I mean, you have to like. Yeah. You have to like. Uh, I don't know. It's the burger. Take a piece of paper from your neighbor saying that they approved it or whatever. You know, like. Uh, that's one. That's bizarre. Again, that's just one random example right. that I've heard of. But I, yeah, yeah. We, we've talked about this also extensively, and I agree. The bureaucracy here sucks. Um, you don't get used to it, but you kind of get used to not being used to it. It's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit of an overreach. Uh, I would say. Just relax. Like yeah, calm down. Why do I have to tell you? Everything? Why do I have to go into an office to tell you that I moved? Can I just send you an email or a fax? I'll fax it to you. I don't care. And even like we were thinking about getting a dog. If we get a dog, every time we move, we have to not only notify them that we've moved. We have to notify on a separate piece of paper that our dog has moved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's just. You're not people. <laughs> it's just, it's endless. Yeah. Now, Alex. Yes. So this one, I don't quite, I don't know <laughs> whether they're for or against. It just says, so things that would change about Germany are. Live music and bars. Maybe there's too much of it. Maybe there's not enough. I I would assume that if you just write live music and bars, it means that you wish there was more That's live what music I'm assuming and bars. Too. I mean, but they're kind of saying like there's no live music and bars. But I don't know where they live. But in Berlin, there's plenty of like bars. Every night there's a show. Live music at yeah. some small bar, like some small show in a bar. I went to one last Saturday randomly. So it's I'm a thing. I'm trying to think. Um, is there more? live music in the u.s versus germany i don't know i mean there's definitely i don't think so i mean at least in berlin there's there's so many small bands here that play all over the city true like yeah. I, I know some bars have live music every weekend no matter what yeah okay um yeah then then this i can't really agree with them and say i wish there's more like i mean maybe, maybe sure. they live in in Maybe Munich, they're not having live music. Yeah, I, I, I could see, I could see Munich being lame and not having live music. This sounds like Munich. <laughs> sounds like something. It's, it's the bars calls at eight PM or whatever there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there is, if if you don't know, there is lots of live music, at least in Berlin at bars, like lots of it. Yeah, it depends. It depends where you live. Yeah, uh, and not every bar. Usually, oh, maybe this is what they mean. Usually, it's like live music bars that have them. There's never, there's like I know a lot of the bars I go to won't randomly have like a live music night. Mm. Maybe that's what they mean. Maybe. I don't know. But interesting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, actually, um, if you wrote that one, send us a follow-up and just tell us exactly what you mean and where you live. Yeah, I'm interested. Living. Yeah, I'm interested. Now, right, that's not weird. What do you mean, and where you live? <laughs> We're going to hunt you down. Now, this next one um, is interesting. It just says, more kom- kombucha. Yeah. Which is a drink. Um, don't drink. I'm not even sure what it is. I mean, I've heard of it. I think kombucha is the one where... <laughs> Literally, it's like a live organism growing in the liquid. Like, and, and and like, and then when you want to share it, you like cut off a piece of what they call the mother, and then you give it, and then like, and then you have to feed it, and it it's like a gr- growing organism inside of this liquid, and in creating the flavor and stuff. I think that's what kombucha is. I'm sorry, that sounds like you're eating just a live animal. That sounds gross. All right, I'm gonna. Ooh, you're right. <laughs> oh God. I Google that. Kombucha is a fermented, lightly effervescent, sweetened black or green tea drink commonly consumed for its purported health benefits. Sometimes the beverage is called kombucha tea to distinguish it from the culture of bacteria and yeast. Juice, spices, fruit, other flavors of blah, blah, blah added. Okay, but yeah, it's like this weird, yeah, bacteria. That's yeast. growing in. Oh, that looks nasty. And you, you put it, you put it, yeah, you put it in a jar like in your kitchen and it grows for several weeks until it gets to a certain point and then you can share it with people. You cut off a piece of the organism and stuff. And um, okay, it's, well, it's kind of how you share like, you know, um, 
uh, certain kind of uh, bread doughs, like uh, true, like a, what's what's it because because yeast has has also bacteria in it too. Right. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so he he or she is saying um she wish they wish Germany had more kombucha. Hey, fair. I've never seen it here, so um, I I, I not, can't disagree. I think I've had it once in my life. Um. I I would say that personally, I'm I'm not offended by the the, the lack the lack of kombucha. The lack of kombucha. <laughs> I think I'm 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 okay with it. How about you? I'm I I mean I've literally zero opinion. I if I try it and it's like the best thing ever, then I will also agree. <laughs> but based on just how reading about it, looking at it, I don't. Um, I'm I'm not missing it. <laughs> Fair enough. That's an easy one. Okay. Right, the now, next one. The next one is the um. You just write the Berliner Schnauze. Yeah, that's the um the perceived rudeness of Berliners and who live here. I think a good um example for people that don't know about it is you probably all all have heard about um uh new yorkers triple new yorker and how, yeah, how i'm walking here yeah get him away you know that, that those kinds of like uh, you've seen it in movies right so like I, I i think that's a good comparison or i mean yeah no i think so not, not the, I, the personalities aren't exactly the same i, th- I think but, berliner is like the new yorkers of europe kind of Right. Yeah. But uh, they're not quite New Yorkers, but yeah. Right. But the Berliner Schnauze, I actually, I disagree. I love the Berliner Schnauze. I think it has a little charm to it. And sometimes like I have a good time with it. So I, I like people who are a little bit more sarcastic and mean, but like in a kind of, usually it's in a fun way. If it, they're not, then they're just being dickheads. That's different than Berliner Schnauze, I think. But usually it's like this kind of weird sarcasm, aggressiveness, but it's kind of like tongue in cheek in a way. Is that how I perceive it? Yeah, I, I think it's painful for when you're not expecting it and you're not aware of what it is. Especially as an American. Yeah, I, I think if you go into a situation, like um, a good example, uh, we mentioned this bar, this like little, what would you call it? I think like, at Knaipo we went to yeah. um, a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah. And and the owner had very much a Berliner Schnauze. Right. To where if you were like fresh off the boat, just showed up, you know, in Germany slash Berlin, you'd have been like, oh my God, that woman is the rudest person ever. Right. But if you just know that that's just, that's, that's, that's that kind of style right. and, and, then, and you then, kind of like roll with it. Then and then you give it yeah. back a bit and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're in the club now. You yeah. know, when you give it yeah. back, they, then it kind of like a sign of respect. I don't know. It's a bizarre thing. So yeah. I disagree. I love it now too. Yeah. You, you have to know that there's like love deep down underneath it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, then again, we're both, we're also both like men and white. So maybe we perceive it very differently than other people. So, but in my experience, I like it, but I can see how yeah. maybe if you're, you know, a different person than we are, you, or, it could be more offensive. Even honestly for me, like I would say 15, 20% of the time, I find it kind of annoying depending sure. on how it rolls out, you know, like, so a lot, most of the time I'm okay with it as long as I know that that's what it is. Okay. The person's not being, um, Brood, like that's just that that's what it is it's the british schnauze but like but sometimes there's like no tar- charm to it and it is just quite rude you know and, and just, then it's being rude yeah then yeah then just being rude so like yeah. so i totally get what they're saying yeah for sure um next one okay. I'll, I'll this one yeah okay Fine. let me read one i, I think you read the last two didn't you yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> you read this one no 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 i want you to do it i don't want to do it anymore okay um now okay, and now this is no, this is all one one thought. Okay, so more appointments at government agencies took me forever to get an appointment for residence permit. Yeah, this is true. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and even appointment because now you're you're required to tell them when you change addresses, right? 
And within yet, two weeks. Within two weeks. Yet to get an appointment to do so sometimes takes months. Like six, seven months so, up to a year. So they, obviously that's not working. That system's um, not working out. A little little pro tip. Um, go on the uh, website for your Bergamt and reload the page like a buttload at around eight, seven, eight, nine in the morning and just like find any appointment you can because if you do that sometimes some points get canceled and you refresh at the right time and you can get an appointment online real sure. quick. It might not be for the one near you, but it doesn't matter. You can go to any single one. I think that's the pro tip is just don't go for popular burger arms. Just go for burger arms in the middle of nowhere. Usually or you they- can search for all of them. You can search on yeah. the website. You can search appointments for every burger arms and just literally just, just pick one. It doesn't matter. If it's yeah. an hour to get there, it's an hour to get there. At yeah, least you, you have an appointment. You can register your address completely not near your address. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? As long as it's within the city, then it's fine. Exactly. I live in Neukölln, but I registered in Lichtenberg because I got an appointment uh, a week later because I just kept refreshing online real quick and I got it. So there's a little pro tip. But but she's talking about, I think, at the Ausland... Uh, it has a new name. I forget what it is, though. But at, with the formerly once called the Ausländerbehörde. The Landesamt für Einwanderung. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, she's talking about getting uh, for like a visa residence permit. True, that's that, different. That, that's also a few months out as well. Like, So I would say the key there is if your current visa is expiring August 1st, don't wait till end of July to book no. that. You know, like, like I would say like already in May or June, already be looking for that appointment. I usually I mean? looked it up three months ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would even try four if you can just to be safe, which again, it's not great. Basically the system is, if you know that's broken and then didn't like adjust yourself to that, you know what I mean? So, so exactly. I, I agree that that, that should change. I mean, because hundred percent, because it's all the stuff you're forced to, to do, but there's never any appointments to do the things that you're forced to do. And I think this next one is on the same thing. Digitalize the bureaucracy. It's yeah. insane that they don't do a vax mandate because of lack of paper. This is true. Everybody actually, can you yeah, could go into that? Yeah. So I'm going to that real quick. Digitalized bureaucracy, yeah. I don't think we need to say more about that. We've talked about that. Because um, they're really sticking to paper and fax machines. And it's, it's crazy. Like, old, old, like, no, 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 come on. Like, really, like, 1980 stuff. Um, but, yeah, so Berlin, or no, Germany, um, the new government with Schultz, they wanted to do a vaccine mandate for people 18 and older. But they couldn't be, be, because there's just not enough paper to send out to... Everyone to say there's a vaccine mandate, I guess. I don't know. But there's literally not enough paper to do that. So they're just not going to do it. Because people 18 and over, so it's like 84, 85 million people in Germany. So let's say 65 million of those people are 18 and over, right? So that's like 65 million sheets of paper. Or if it's only one sheet, have to be sent out. You know what I mean? And that's on top of the million other things they have to send out paper for every day. Basically, they're like, we don't have paper for that. So, so we can't enforce this uh, mandate that we want to do because we're, we have a lack of paper. That's so just hilarious. It's just, it's just a it's stupid most, reason not to do anything. It's the most Deutsch thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's amazing. But um, yeah, so, so, I agree. So does that mandate's just not happening? <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. Just okay. they, they, they might do it for 15 older. They're still debating some things right now, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I thought there was already the mandate for um, essential workers, for healthcare workers and stuff. I thought that was I already think, in play. Yeah, I thought I th- back in March, but in, including kindergarten teachers and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't think everyone I work with is vaccinated, so I don't know. 
But that was something they've been talking about for months that they, that it was for sure happening, and then it kind of just went by and probably because the election happened in between or something. I don't know. Okay, we should look into that. Yeah, I but should. That definitely was on the docket. Like it okay, was definitely on uh, there on this date in March. Uh, every healthcare, um, just care worker, healthcare, or, yeah. or um, people like children had uh, senior homes, right. uh, That kind of thing. Oh, should yeah. I don't know what happened with that though. Me neither. But yeah, maybe lack of paper. Maybe, maybe maybe with lack of paper. I don't know. But I do agree. Digitalize it, man. Like, come on, let me send an email. Do they go? So I think they're, they're, I think they're working towards it. They're slowly doing it, really slowly. But you know, I, I think a few months ago we had mentioned that the new system for um, sick notes and stuff is all now digitized, like, right? And and, and um, um, prescriptions and stuff that's now all in an app. I haven't tried it yet myself, but um, but apparently it's all in an app. And they've done away with the paper there. So, so uh, that, that's one step. Uh, yeah, at least again there. Um, Next one is more housing in Berlin with possibility of Anmeldung. Yeah, Berlin has a big housing problem. Um, they're, not, they're just not building enough affordable housing. Yeah, I had read somewhere that there actually are enough apartments in Berlin for everyone. It's just not everyone has access to the apartment. You know, like there's like a, there's like enough apartments for everyone to have one. It's oh, just, really? Yeah, it's just like there are there's things in the way of people actually get like getting those apartments. Like, you know, some of them are owned by certain, what do you call them? Um, uh, I don't know. There's certain, there's certain house, there's, there's certain, like there's like that, a few thousand apartments that are owned by these certain kind of housing agencies that you have to be a member of in order to even have access to the apartment. So uh, yeah, if you're not okay. a member of that, then you, you don't have access. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, but regardless, Berlin needs to build more affordable housing. Like that's, they need to do that. Uh, there's not those. those no, no, oh, I agree. Because like what what you seeing being there's you see so much being built around. But a lot of them are luxury. They're all, but there are lots of them are up upper class luxury right. apartments. I, yeah. I I read an idea which I don't know if it's even possible, but you know around the city there's a lot of like standalone grocery stores, like single level grocery stores, and like a parking lot. And there's nothing above it. Sure. Uh, every like grocery store has nothing above it. Build housing up there. Build some affordable housing on top of the grocery store. You know. Uh, yeah, and actually, um, it's a lot of space. Funny enough, um, uh, where I used to live, a few blocks from here, um, around the corner from me, we had. It, it's it's weird because like everywhere else in that neighborhood, it's six stories, six story apartment building. But then there was an Etika that was just one story. You and, see them a lot, and it was just by itself. But like on like a again a busy yeah. street corner, and it had been like that for the years and years I'd lived there. And then as I was moving out, they actually they closed it down because they were now going to rebuild it, but with apartments above it. Yes, because, exactly. Because the space was, the space was being wasted. There's you know, so like, much wasted space. Yeah. Uh, build up. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. More housing in Berlin is definitely a problem. Not only Berlin, probably, pff, at least we're not like San Francisco or something like that. But it, it's 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 getting bad here. Yeah, and you gotta um, remember too. The the wages in Berlin are not great, so um, most people cannot afford, you know, two thousand, one thousand euros of rent. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, and they said specifically in that last one, they said uh, with housing with on Meldung, and what the, what that means is because when you move here, in order to pretty much do anything, you need a legitimately registered apartment, and the on Meldung is the um, is the address registration that you get the Bürgeramt. Now, what happens is when you're new here. You you get an Airbnb or you get or you get an apartment, but they don't allow on Mildung. Maybe meaning they allow you to live there, but they but won't. You can't they, register there. Won't, you won't, can't register at that address. Which when you're new to uh, any German city, 
really can hinder you, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, to get a job, you're not well done to get a bank account, you're not well done to get a phone service, you're not well done. You need them for everything. It's the most important mm-hmm. document you can possibly have living in Germany, probably. And um, yeah, I know some people it's really difficult to get and some apartments don't allow you. I don't know. It's very bizarre. Which I don't, yeah, if you're if you're paying rent, so I don't get how you cannot register. It's because people are renting out their apartments illegally. And they're already registered there. And Exactly. And I, and I forget what it is, but the Bergeramt, they only allow a certain amount of people to be registered at, at each address. And right. then when it gets maxed out and they notice, oh, okay, that's too many people are living at this address. So, so that, that might have to do also with, with what you said earlier, that there is enough housing, but um, maybe some people are just renting out illegally or hoarding places or Airbnb, which I think is awful for cities and people living in cities. So um, yeah, I general point, 100% agree. I would change that too. What's the next one, Jeff? Well, I'm glad you asked, Alex. Oh, good. I'm, the, glad, I'm glad you're glad I'm asked. The, the, the next one is make services, apps, sites, and especially customer support more English friendly. And I have to agree with this. Now, I know we talked earlier, like, like, hey, it's Germany, you know, don't expect English jobs. But however, I can't speak for all cities. Let's, again, let's what we do a lot of times. We focus on what we know, and I'll focus on Berlin, right? Right. Now, Berlin, it's something like seven or eight hundred thousand Berliners are foreigners. Right. So you have like one in every five Berliners is not German and might not speak German. That's a huge chunk. It's not a minor, It's not a small little minority of like ten people. That's you know right. hundreds of thousands of people. Um, so those people are going to be living here. All these services that are being offered, you have to have customer support in in English or or some language, some median language that every, you know all these non Germans can speak. And the problem is like you have places like oh you know you say you sign for internet or sign for a phone with O2 or Deutsche Telekom, you call them up. 99% of the time, they don't have any English-speaking support. When you, when you say, true. oh, do you have anybody English-speaking? Uh, and it's like, okay, well, a huge chunk of your customer base does not speak German, but you're not offering customer support for at least hire no, one it, or two people. It's a win-win for the companies yeah. and for the people who are who want to use the companies. Yeah. No, I I also do agree. Like I said, you know, if you move to a country, you should learn that language I mean, as much that, as you that's can. That's also true, yeah. But also, we don't know why people are in this country. You know, if you're a refugee who just got here, you weren't planning on moving here to learn German. Yeah. A lot of refugees do. Um, a lot of, everyone does. But still, like you are, a lot of people live here only for a year uh, for work or for yeah, two years. Maybe not even your choice. Like your work forces right. you to, and for that year, you're supposed to suffer, not be able to and like, to deal with anything. You know? I, I know a lot of companies are starting to now do that. Like at least a lot of these startups, all have, all have English customer service. Like the other day. They are on, getting better, yeah. I were on Volts. My food was late. I went to check out customer service and asked English or German. It's like, great. So I went with which, which German except my practice, but really like cool. they had the option, which is awesome. Really cool. Yeah. I was going to say back in California, I'm so used to any customer service you call. It's uh press one for English, press two for Spanish. Like yeah. they, they always offered English or Spanish, English, or Spanish. so like that way that like, but the like were out there. banks really don't, it's really hard to find English in banks. Yeah. Which um, is important to know yeah. what you're doing. I would say with banks, also with um, doctors as well, like they're both situations where you really can make a mistake if if you don't quite know the language, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So so it is, yeah, learn the language when you move somewhere, but also, you know, you might be a situation, like you said, where, you know, that's not really an option. You, you just, you know, you're, you're a refugee or you're only going to be here for a year. So you what's the, you know, you don't have the time to, to, to learn the language in just a year, you know, or by, by the time you finally learn it, you're moving away anyway. So, right, yeah, uh, true. Uh, so I, I agree with that. No, I, 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 I can get done with that. I can get done with that. Um, should we do a few more. Are you done with OPP? 
OPP. down with OPP. Damn it. <laughs> I said it wrong. You know me. <laughs> down with OPP. You're, you're definitely not down with OPP. <laughs> so we're going to do one or two more uh, because, you know, we're running out of time. But if yours uh, was not heard tonight or today, I don't know what time you're listening to this. True. We will probably do a part two as we usually do with these types of things. Yeah, don't take offense. It's just, there's just more than we thought there was. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to do a one hour podcast here, not any longer than that. So anyways, without keeping on the meta topic, let's go to the next one, which is, this is a pretty serious one actually, uh, climate politics and institutional racism. Okay, so that's a lot to unpack. So, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's a huge okay, let's, topic. Let's start with climate politics. Now, is she saying she doesn't like the client the climate politics in Germany or she wishes or what, what, what do you think that's, that's referring to there? It, it could just be the general politics of, of everyone arguing about what's best. So like I remember a few years ago, nuclear was a big thing on the table where everyone's like, we want nuclear. It's safer. America was like, no way, Jose coal. Yeah, phase, and then she's like phase. I think nuclear is being phased out by 2025. All right. of it. Right. And, all, she, all stuck, shut down, yeah. and she stuck with a lot of coal mm. instead of doing renewables, even though Germany is pretty good at renewables. And I think generally Germany is a pretty decent yeah, job. 50% of Germany's electricity comes from renewable energy. So for wind farms, solar, et cetera. That's yeah. wild. It's, it's a huge amount. But I do understand it could always get better. And I think Germany can do a better job. I think they have the infrastructure to do it. It's just getting the politics out of the way and actually doing it. So I, I agree oh, with you that. think that's what they're referring to. Okay. It could, it could be. I, I do think Germany can. I don't think they're like, don't have the infrastructure for it. And as far as Europe goes, Germany is one of the greenest countries in Europe. I mean, but like, they're also one of the countries that uses the most coal still. There's yeah. a shit ton of coal. But they've already announced that they're phasing it out by a certain year. So like, yeah, they, I think by 2030, they want to get yeah, rid of it. Yeah. So like, it, that's, that's been dealt with. I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I guess we'll see. I mean, we'll see how political it gets in the next 10 years if they actually hold on to those goals. That's, that's the big question. If the actions follow the words. Yeah. And if we, if, yeah, if they, if they cut themselves off from that Russian gas as well, that can affect things as, you know, so yeah. uh, obviously, um, you know, stuff doesn't just come out of thin air. So, you know, yeah. except for, you know, when you wind farm it. Oh Ooh. shit, Jeff. But that could be heavy air. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's, that's an interesting one. And institutional racism. Um, I also have to agree with, I feel like that not just Germany, but Europe has a big blind spots on racism that happens here. Yeah, I think I think people tend to go, oh, well, only racism is only in America and blah, blah, blah. But right. I, th I think they really just don't notice the fact that racism absolutely does exist in Germany and in Europe For in, sure. in general. But people, and yeah, it's, but your average German doesn't really notice it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, um, I work with a few colleagues who come, you know, I work with a lot of colleagues who come all over the world and a lot of them who are black who come from Africa, uh, they have a lot, they have really problems with the Senats of getting rec state recognized as a teacher or also just getting their visa and they're the same qualifications I have, same whatever, but they have a way more difficult time than I do because I'm a white guy and it's not just one or two people like this has been, I've heard this many, many times from many people who are coming over mm. uh, to work as teachers or to get, just get their, um, just get their resident permit. That suddenly they're having issues, but others, others who have different right. color aren't. Um, and also I've unfortunately heard many stories of, uh, you know, um, yeah, people from, from a Africa uh, who, who moved to, moved to Germany and they're on the S-Bahn or something and, you know, an old German woman will start screaming at them, hey, go back home to your yep. country or, or, oh, I don't want to sit next to you, you know, or like, you know, like, uh, it's, it's mostly kind of, it's not really in Mitte, but it's more like on the outskirts of Berlin, but oh, I, no, I, it's, I guess it, it can happen anywhere. It's right? in Mitte yeah, too. Yeah. No, no, it's Is definitely it? Mitte yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. It, it, 
we're not saying that. I mean, obviously, our perspective is very, very skewed, and and I don't think that we are the right people to necessarily talk about institutionalized no, racism. No, no, of course not. Here yeah, in Germany, yeah. uh, because. But we know. But I think we we can talk about it to the point where I can say I know it exists because I've yeah. heard I've heard firsthand stories from people other than myself who have experienced it. Exactly. Um, and, and also read stories. Um, and a report came out recently that for the past like five years, anti-Semitism has been on the rise as well. True. In, yeah. in uh, Berlin specifically. I don't know the rest of Germany. I'm assuming the rest of Germany too, but I'm, it was a report I read about Berlin specifically that yeah, uh, anti-Semitism was raising every single year. Hate crimes against Jews. So like, yeah, it is here. Um, it's everywhere, unfortunately, and Germany can do a better job of recognizing it and trying to change it. Yeah, I I can't say because I don't know enough. I can't say that Germany the amount of racism here is more than anywhere else. I I can't. I say can't that. say it's more or less. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but but all I can say is. From what I've seen, a lot of Germans like to uh, think that it's it's almost non-existent here. Mm. When in and I have to be like, actually, I think it's probably worse than you think it is. Not right. saying it's like a a huge. I I don't know. Like I have to I have to look at the numbers. Like how big the problem is. But like I I think for me the main problem is that it's kind of being treated like. Germany is this kind of like uh, fairy tale land that yeah. where there are, is no racism at all when it's like, eh, okay, I think it's just the same out here as everywhere else. It's know? not to say like Berlin is a very open, um, accepting multicultural, yeah. accepting city. Of sure. course it is, yeah. but these problems still exist everywhere you go. Mm. So yeah, I agree with both these things. Yeah, me too. Now let's do uh, one last one, maybe a bit of a lighter note. And <laughs> this, this is probably my favorite. <laughs> do you want to read it? Yeah. Uh, it simply says, the weather shorten the winter yeah 100 agree damn it yes i mean if i mean to be fair as a collective humanity we are working on making everything warmer like it's <laughs> we're on the way there to, to you know make the globe warmer, warmer. yeah well, we're really working on it it's kind of like a global warming situation yeah. you know what i mean like, yeah we've been really been like working towards the goal we're trying so. to change the climate <laughs> Now, this is something that the German government can't necessarily do anything about. They can't. I think about shortening the winter, unfortunately. Um, this is more of like a pipe dream kind of a thing, but I'm all with it because, um, yeah, the German winter is just, it's just too stretched out. And it's just, there's just, again, it's not the cold. It's just the bleakness. Yeah. Like the, the gray bleakness. If it was blue skies and freezing, I'm all there for it. You it's, know? It's, it's like summers on the East Coast of the United States. It's not the heat that'll get you. It's the humidity. <laughs> Yeah, and here it's not the coldness that'll get you; it's just the depressiveness. <laughs> True, man. I, I yeah. One summer I was in uh, Virginia and Washington D.C. and oh my god, is that a sticky place to be? Oh yeah, this summer. Every, every summer in Rhode Island, it's just hundred percent humidity. It's not nice. Yeah, like and then I went to California and it was like eighty-five, ninety degrees, and I'm like, why can I wear jeans outside right now? It's not that hot because it was zero humidity. It was just yeah. dry and so nice. Yeah. If we could just move Berlin to it's like Cali climate, that'd be, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. I feel like on the East coast, like you could just put out like a empty glass outside and then like 10 minutes later, it's like just full of water. Oh yeah. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Weather, short in the winter. Let's, 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 let's get on it guys. We're, we're living in the perfect example. Cause it is, we're like first week of April and look outside. It is <sighs> shitty and rainy and gray. Yeah. So that it's per- Yeah. Shorten it up. Come on, it's te- it's technically spring right now. Just like a month, technically, just run by month. Yeah, no, we're not asking much. Not not really. 
instead of October till May, just you know, just just like tighten <laughs> it up a little bit. October to May. Yeah. That's basically what it is, though. Think about it. Don't remember December January March. That's eight months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we we had a few nice days in between. So those do they count those? Yeah, there's like <laughs> yeah, there's like a, a hand. There's like there's like a small bag, like a two a two week bag of nice weather sprinkled in in between. But yeah, it's oh fine. boy. All right, then. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap up. I think that's a good place to start drinking again. So I'm just going to... Yeah, give me one last splash here so I can... Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Did you just slam your face into the microphone? No, I slammed the bottle into it. So let's uh, get some more sippies of this guy. God, the, the, you know, like f- oh. few things smell better than uh, Lafroig pour. True. Cheers. Mm. God, it's good. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's um, it's smoky, got a really nice flavor. It burns a bit. Nice burn. The flavor kind of dissipates quickly, quicker than I would like. I think it goes. I think it goes away quicker than the Lafroic tenure that we had for sure. Probably, yeah. Because I, I like for a scotch to linger for a bit. You know, I want that smokiness to kind of yeah chill in my mouth. So it's not really doing that, but the flavor is definitely there, and it's and consider really the good. price. And f- for the price, I don't think you can get a better whiskey than this for. Was it 27 euro we paid? Well, no, like the standard, it was 33 euro, but we got it on sale for 23 euro. Right, even, even for 33, um, the price is much better than the, uh, the taste is much better than the price. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's more than what the price, would you think the price would be? <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we all, we all know what you're saying. It's okay. Uh, but, but, but unfortunately. Then what the price reflects. Yeah, I can't really do a comparison to the standard Lafroy because it's, it's been, it's been a few months since I've had a standard yeah, Lafroy. Yeah, me too. But, but I remember the standard Lafroy, my standard, I mean the 10 year. Um, I, th- I believe that's around 40, 45 euro, yeah. I want to say. Um, worth every penny. Don't get me wrong. Oh, for sure. But for the price, if you consider this just kind of a, like a low cost, uh, low cost Lafroy, I think, um, yeah, it's it's what you'd expect, you know? Yeah. I. I, I have really nothing bad to say about it except for just that the flavor goes away a little bit. But besides that, um, I'm really digging it. All right, so what what would you what would you give it? It's rough. I I, I want to say the Lafroic Ten. We gave it a nine, I think. It, it had to be somewhere around there because I, I remember we really enjoyed it. That should that does not matter to my numbers now. Nope, this th- is that was separate, then. This is now. Exactly. It's a Monday. Maybe your 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 taste buds work differently on Mondays. I don't know. Still quite good though. It, it is. I, I think I want to give it. Mm, I kind of want to give it an eight. Do it. Seven point eight. Seven point eight. Yes. All right. Seven point eight. I'm gonna go with uh, eight point three seven four. <laughs> Sorry. What was that? Eight eight point three seven four. Eight point three seven four. Okay. <laughs> Okay. No, it's 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 really good. I, I I'm I really enjoy it. So eight point two seven four for me. Seven point eight for me. Seven point eight for you. Uh, Lefroig selects. I I think if any one of you are into scotch and are on a bit of a budget, this is a really good one to get. This is your jam. This it is, is. This is what you should and go for. Again, it's not like it's not too peaty. It's not too anything. It's just like a really nice balance of, would, yeah. of the smokiness of of the. It's just it's just. It works. It works really if well. If you can't handle extremes, then this is for you, for sure. Maybe say the original, the Lafroig Ten, is a bit too much for you. Could be. Uh, then don't give up. Don't give up on Lafroig. Just go for the Lafroig Select. That's it. Um, it's like a diet Lafroig. Not real. I mean, it's, uh, that always sounds bad to say. Uh, True. Um, it's still good. 
most the most richly flavored. It, it, it is a rich flavor. What could it, they're not lying? No, they're it, not. It, it, Lafroig is good. I wouldn't say oh, it's the most, but yeah. it's definitely rich. It's definitely rich. Um, yes, that's the whiskey. <laughs> I want to. Oh, it's just end. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, it's the end now. Again, if you're listening to this on April sixth. Don't forget, tonight or later on this morning, depending on your time zone, mm-hmm. uh, we are going live. 7 p.m. German time, 10 a.m. Western American time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Standard American USA of America time. Right. And if you live somewhere else, then, you know, you got to use Google and figure that out for we, yourself. We, we gave you three, you know, just, you know, add or subtract from wherever you want to. Exactly. Uh, so anyways, c- come by, ask us a question. What we'll be doing is we'll be doing our normal... Uh, what we have, we're not going to say what it is, what we have planned for that episode. Ooh la la la. And, ooh la la. and every few minutes, we'll glance in the screen and answer a few questions and throw those answers in there as yeah. we're recording. It might be incredibly awkward for us. We'll see. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you can't make it, no big skin off our back because just listen to the episode when it releases as per normal the next Wednesday. Exactly. Because it, just because you're not, don't come live doesn't mean you're going to like miss the episode. It'll still come out. It'll be there. It's just an added bonus if you're there while we're recording it for the funsies, but still enjoy it later and on. Who knows? Maybe there's a $1 million cash prize. You don't know. Maybe there isn't, though. You don't know. But you, you I don't, don't know either. You literally don't know. I will, you and literally, do you want to miss the opportunity of maybe making 100 whatever amount of money I just said? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's, that's, that's our cue. Um, stay safe. Stay healthy. And please stay thirsty. Let's do it. Cheers. Is skin off my back a term? Yeah. You know, skin off my back. I've heard that. Or skin off my teeth. Why would you have skin on your teeth? Why would you have skin on your back? Uh, There's skin on my back. There's no skin on your teeth. Oh, got you there. (laughs) 